Hello! Welcome back to the Magic Woods Podcast. This episode is called ZN9423. Kitty watched in awe as four strange beings entered her dungeon. There was a straw-haired pixie who always seemed to be getting in the way of the others. Oh, sorry. A rotund little fellow wearing pirate clothes. He had a red beard. An undulating fitted sheet that floated just above the ground. And a blue-faced woman who appeared to be made of mist. Oh, Judy, really? said the blue-faced woman as she tried to move past the straw-haired pixie. You're always in the way. The pixie shrugged. Hmm, that's my nature. The blue-faced woman sighed. It's hard enough shrinking down to fit into this dungeon. We don't need to be bumping into each other on top of it all. Kitty gawked at these visitors. Uh, you're all from another world, huh? Righto, said the rotund little man, eyeing Kitty's amulet greedily. Well, we're not really from any one world, said the blue-faced woman. We are beings whose magical influence stretches across all worlds. She bowed slightly. I am Wanda Furthermore, the demigoddess of breezes that inspire and refresh. I'm Judy in the way, said the pixie, stepping in front of the blue-faced woman, who sighed dramatically. I'm the pixie of petty obstructions. And that's Infinitus, said Wanda, indicating the undulating bedsheet. He's the lesser demon of all fitted sheet frustrations. And I'm Cannonball Eddie, said the little round man, a notorious gadabout and part-time pirate who's in charge of petty larceny. Lose a sock? Misplace your glasses? That was probably me. Wanda frowned at him disapprovingly. Hmm, last I heard, you were working as an errand boy for the dark wizard Rathworm. Cannonball Eddie blushed. Well, I, I may have done a job or two for the Dark Wizard, sure. He patted his ample belly. But he pays well, and a man's gotta eat, right? Kitty nodded uncertainly. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, well, I'm Kitty Karate. We know, said Judy in the way, who bumped into Eddie with her elbow. Oh. Okay, meow me. So, um, why are you here to see me? Cannonball Eddie smiled. Well, as the creator of ZN9423, Kitty said, the creator of what? ZN9423. It's this world's official name in the registry of magical and imaginary worlds. Kitty shook her head, disappointed. That's the name of the world I created? It's so technical. Well, said Wanda gently, it's also sometimes called Midworld as it's the center of the seven worlds created by Rotua. Kitty frowned again. Who the heck is Rotua? I thought I created this world. You did, said Wanda. But Rotua dreamt this and several other worlds into being, or wrote them into being. She waved her misty hand. 
on one level, but yes, in the important ways you are the creator of this world. How'd you do it? asked Cannonball Eddie, leaning in close to Kitty. How'd you create a whole new world? Uh, I said the word. What word? The word that Mandalico used to create magic woods. Ah, said Wanda, roiling lightly. I have heard of such things. It must be a powerful word indeed. Perhaps the most powerful. A greedy light came into Cannonball Eddie's eyes. You don't happen to remember this uh, word, do you? Kitty cocked her head as if listening to the past. No, she said wonderingly. No, I, I don't think I remember it anymore. Wanda furthermore nodded. That makes sense. The word probably passed out of you forever when it made this world. Ugh. Cannonball Eddie sat back, disappointed. The hobgoblin guards, who'd been listening, said, So, so that cat really, really did make the world? Oh yes, said Judy in the way, accidentally stepping on the fitted sheet, which let out a little squeak. The hobgoblins looked at each other in shock. Cannonball Eddie smiled at them. In fact, she's actually the only being ever, I think, to both destroy a world and create a world. Well, said Judy, frowning, except for Rotua. All right, I forgot about him, said Cannonball Eddie. Wanda furthermore shook her head. Rotua hasn't actually destroyed any of his worlds yet. That's true, said Judy, nodding. <laughs> Although it won't be long now, those worlds are fading fast. Cannonball Eddie slapped Kitty's back. Ow! So as of right now, you're the only being who's both destroyed and created a world. Congratulations! Kitty grimaced. Uh, I don't really like to talk about the destroying a world part. Cannonball Eddie nodded, his eyes lingering on Kitty's amulet a second. Gotcha. Anyhow, said Wanda, we are part of the planning committee for the next faraway fair. She smiled at Kitty's look of confusion. The faraway fair is a once-every-seven-years gathering for demigods, spirits, sprites, lesser demons, and the like. Okay, said Kitty. And we wish to hold the next fair in your world, ZN9423, or Midworld, if you like, or All World, as it is also sometimes known. We always make sure to ask the creator of a world for permission, if at all possible. <laughs> Cannonball Eddie snorted. Although that's just a formality, of course. We can hold the fair anywhere we want, anytime we want. Judy in the way smiled dreamily, gazing at the dank dungeon ceiling. I've always loved ZN9423. Remember the last time we had the fair here? Infinitus, the fitted sheet, undulated and squeaked excitedly. A curious smile flitted across Wanda Furthermore's face. Ah, yes, that was a good one. The mysterious visitors sat quietly a moment, lost in their memories. 
Outside the cell, the hobgoblin guards looked puzzled, lost, and afraid. At last, Wanda furthermore snapped out of her reverie. Well, she asked Kitty, trying to look past Judy in the way, who kept standing directly in her line of sight. Sorry. Well, what, Meow Me? Do you give us permission to hold the faraway fair here, later this year, in this world? Oh, um, yeah, sure, Meow Me, I guess. Excellent. The four visitors abruptly stood and headed for the door, although Judy in the way kept getting in the way. Sorry, sorry. They closed the dungeon door behind them. Wait, said Kitty, you can't just leave me here. Wanda furthermore smiled apologetically. Oh, we try not to get involved in local politics. You'll have to work this out on your own. Sorry. What? Kitty watched in disbelief as her visitors disappeared up the stairs and out of the dungeon. She glared at the hopgoblin guards. You heard them. I'm the creator of this world. I demand that you set me free. The guards looked at each other uneasily. Uh, well, uh, we'll, we'll need to ask our boss. Then go do it, Meow Me. Okay. The guards scrambled up the stairs. <sighs> Kitty sat down in a corner of her cell, her mind racing. There were so many things to think about. Why was her world called ZN9423? And who was Rotua? And what the heck was a faraway fair? Suddenly, she heard furtive footsteps coming down the dungeon stairs. It was Cannonball Eddie, and he had a secretive grin on his face. Nabbed these little beauties from a guard, he said, brandishing a set of keys. He unlocked the dungeon door and set Kitty free. Thanks, Meow Me. They hastened up the dark staircase and out of the tunnels. Kitty took a deep breath of the cool night air and gazed up at the moon and the multicolored stars. Oh, it feels so good to be out of the dungeon. Thanks for freeing me, Meow Me. No problem, no problem at all, said Cannonball Eddie, throwing his arm around Kitty's shoulders. Now my next bit of advice is, head for the hills. Kitty said, I need to find my friends first. Sure, 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 got it. Cannonball Eddie gave Kitty a companionable squeeze. And then he stepped back, winked once, and popped out of existence. Whoa, said Kitty. She crept around the ruined city, searching for her friends. She found them camped at the edge of town. Hey, Meow Me, wake up, wake up. Bunny blinked her eyes. Kitty? Kitty, you've been set free. No, I escaped. What? The others roused themselves. Far away, they could hear shouts and cries as the hopgoblins realized their prisoner had escaped. Ah, we have to flee, Meow Me. Aw, man, moaned Whisker. I liked this place. The hopgoblins fed us three meals a day. Doggy said sometimes four. Yeah, and they gave great parties. Kitty frowned deeply. You've all been eating and partying with my captors? Bunny tried to smile soothingly. Well, uh, we figured it was best to try to befriend them. More shouts came from all around them. Kitty said, well, we have to flee now. Bunny said, right, let's go. But they didn't get very far before they found themselves surrounded by an army of hopgoblins. Kitty went, oh, great. Uh, Don't worry, said Critic, 
the hobgoblin leader. Uh, we, we realize that you were telling the truth about creating the world. All our ideas about cosmology and truth are meaningless now. Our whole culture will be torn apart by these revelations, and our religion will die, and our lives will be meaningless. But on the plus side, you're free. Good, Meow Me. <sighs> Whisker yawned. Then maybe we can stop with this whole fleeing in the middle of the night thing and go back to sleep. Doggy said, and have a proper breakfast when we wake up? Of course, said Credic. And we will pack supplies for you to take on your travels. Thank you, said Bunny. And she bowed to the hobgoblin leader. And then the hobgoblins slumped away back to their underground houses. The animals settled back into the warm sleeping bags that the hobgoblins had given them. Kitty told Bunny a little bit about the four mysterious visitors who had come to her prison cell. Bunny said they sound so interesting. Oh, I'd dearly love to see this faraway fair someday. Kitty said, uh, I don't think mortals are allowed. Hmm. Bunny nodded sadly. Well, I'm just glad that you're free. Kitty smiled, thinking how lucky she was that the visitors had come when they did. She reached for her lucky amulet, but found that it wasn't there. Oh no, she cried, leaping to her feet and searching the ground. No, 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 my good luck amulet is gone. What? Bunny stood up to help her search. Suddenly, Kitty stiffened. She remembered Cannonball Eddie putting his arm around her shoulders. Oh no. What? said Bunny. Meow me, I think I know who stole my amulet. Well, that's the end of the story, ZN9423. The next story is called Love Song Lockdown. Goodbye. <laughs>